0: Welcome to the Financial Coaches Network, a show to help financial coaches build and grow successful coaching businesses by focusing on the three pillars, getting clients, working with clients, and running the business. I'm Garrett Philbin, financial coach, accredited financial counselor, certified money coach, and founder of the
1: 4,000-person strong Financial Coaches Community Facebook group. And I'm Joshua Escalante Troche. I'm a tenured professor, a serial entrepreneur a certified financial planner, and I run a nonprofit organization that provides financial planning resources to over 100,000 families each year. So get that pen and paper ready or open up the notes app on your phone. It's time to build your ideal coaching business.
0: Welcome to the first episode of the Financial Coaches Network podcast. We are so excited to have you here. And in this episode, we are going to get you familiar with who the heck your podcast co-hosts are Josh and myself. We are going to talk about what financial coaching actually is, who this show is for, what you'll get out of listening of it and why we actually started this podcast. So it's going to be a fun, I don't even know what else it's going to be. Hopefully it'll be fun, right? We plan on it being fun. We'll see. We'll have fun. (laughs) Who knows if they will. (laughs) That's all that matters, right? Isn't that like meditation? If you are grounded, you know That's the first place to start. Anyway, back on topic. Uh, We're just excited to have you here. And where we are going to start is a little bit of background about myself and Josh. So for me, Garrett Philbin, I started coaching full-time in 2015 and grew the financial coaching business to just over 80K in those first four years. But wow, that was not an easy journey and I made it a lot harder than it needed to be, which is part of the reason why this podcast exists and why we started Financial Coaches Network so that we can help financial coaches build and grow successful financial coaching businesses without making as many mistakes as myself and other coaches have. Um, Before being a financial coach, I was in the music industry for about five or six years where I worked for Sony for a couple of years and then started a music production company with a couple of friends of mine from college. So had a bit of the entrepreneur bug pretty early on. Um, and so I technically started two companies before founding Be Awesome, Not Broke, my financial coaching business in 2015. Um, I guess why financial coaching for me? Uh, all of the jobs that I've had out of college always combined both like the financial side of things and the relational side of things. So it was helping people in the music business um, get paid for the royalties they were owed. So that was more the financial side of things, but then also having to build relationships with people um, from a licensing perspective and be able to be in contact and make sure that the relationships were working and we were able to get people their money and address any issues that came up. So when I was looking for a career change you know, I just realized that being able to be a financial coach um, was something that I had already like, you know, on your resume when it's like prerequisite skills or what is it transferable skills? That's what it is, right? Uh, I realized that a lot of what I had been doing and it transferred over to being a financial coach. So I was just like, all right, financial coaching sounds great. Let's go do it. Day one, I'm going to start full-time. And that was really, really hard <laughs> uh, taking the leap full-time. No experience as a financial coach, I would not recommend it. Uh, and but learned a lot along the way, a lot of which I bring to help other coaches figure out, you know, what that path from their current job into financial coaching, um, how they can navigate that transition. And uh, Josh also brings a massive wealth of experience that he'll share about with working with entrepreneurs. Um, so I think we have a really good team here. With my direct experience of being a career transitioner into financial coaching. And Josh, I'll let you explain more about your
1: background. Yeah, thank you. So I'm a certified financial planner. Uh, I run a financial planning business that specializes in working with business owners and as well as people that are aspiring to be business owners. Uh, That's not all of my clients, but that is the majority of them. Uh, I'm also the founder of a financial planning nonprofit that provides resources to uh, over 100,000 families annually. Uh, but in addition to that, I'm also a tenured professor of entrepreneurship and personal finance. So I I teach this stuff constantly. Um, yeah, this has both... been a long time for you. Yeah, doing this yeah for about 20 years now, over 20 years. Uh, I've written curriculum that has been a- adopted by multiple colleges for both entrepreneurship and personal finance. Uh, and my personal finance curriculum has been approved by the Uh, Cal State University's Chancellor's Office for meeting uh, math general education requirements for every Cal State in the the state of California. Uh, In addition to that, I've also uh, been in the financial services world for quite a while. In the late 90s, I was a director at a company that was one of the first independent research firms uh, on stocks. Uh, we focused on technology and internet stocks uh, around 2000. That went <laughs> dot bomb along was with everything say, else.
0: Great time for that, huh?
1: Yeah. Oh, wait for this one. Uh, and leading up until the 2008 credit crisis, I was a C-level vice president of marketing and business development for a credit union. Bad year to be a bank executive. Uh, by the you way, I wasn't responsible careers. for any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but those were, um, you know, so I've been around financial services for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, I've owned uh, about a dozen uh, businesses myself. Uh, some of those I've done very well on. Uh, others I've lost half a million dollars on. And I will be very willing to share both sides of those stories because you can learn a lot from mistakes that other people have made. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say that experience is the best teacher. That is absolute crap. Other people's experience is the best teacher. Let them pay for the mistakes so that you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of what this podcast is about,
0: right? Like my yep. experience, financial coaching, your experience helping over a thousand people start their businesses, all, everything that you shared so far, a dozen businesses on your own. So learn from us so you can save yourself a lot of time, headache, and money. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, so let's let's switch over from kind of our background now that we've bored everyone to tears. <laughs> and let's talk about what they came for, which is what is financial coaching? So we say financial coaching, when we talk about building a financial coaching business uh, or the financial coaching arm of a, an existing business. What does that mean? What is financial coaching, Garrett?
0: It- Yeah. So this will be my answer and my answer only. I feel like if you talk to 50 people about what, and try to get the definition of what financial coaching is, you're going to get 50 different answers, but generally they fall under, you know, I'd say they're relatively similar. So I'll go with mine and then you can share what yours is. And that'll help give people a more comprehensive idea Mm -hmm. of what financial coaching can be honestly, for them. So I usually think of financial advisors as those who focus more on implementing financial products or strategies that are longer term, more complex strategies for clients, whereas financial coaches generally focus more on the basics of like personal money management, behavioral change, um, accountability on more of the day-to-day, week-to-week. Kind of an easy shorthand of putting it is... Financial coaches generally help people get to the place where they can work with a financial planner, ideally mm-hmm. a fee-only fiduciary planner. So financial coaches help people get the basics down and be able to pay down their debt, save enough money, get the basic behaviors, and in some cases, work on their relationship to money to get it where they can have their stuff together enough to do the longer-term planning that a financial planner would help them with. Yeah,
1: and. I would agree with with all of that. I, I one of the things that you know that I view it as is when we think about financial planning as a as a field, right, as a profession. And mind you, there's a difference between the financial planning, financial advising profession and the industries. But when we think of it as a profession, it, it encompasses a lot. And one of those things that it should encompass. Is financial coaching. So financial coaching should be a part of the broader financial planning landscape. However, traditionally in the industry side of it, uh, it's really been uh, about selling products, pushing products. Uh, This obviously is a big difference between the traditional broker dealers and insurance agents and the more modern registered investment advisors that are out there. Yeah. And what financial coaching in my mind looks at is everything that you talked about, but I would also add that it's not just about getting people prepared to work with someone else, right? Uh, Financial coaching is, uh, components of that include things like accountability, include things like when roadblocks get thrown in the way, how do we uh, react to it? Right uh, when our emotions start to cause us to make bad decisions, right? How do people get back on track? How do they get the support to get back on track? And this is why I say it's it's part of financial planning, part of that broader concept. At the same time, financial coaching integrates really well with financial planners that may not have the time, the desire, or the skill set to do it, yeah. as well as with CPAs. Right, and especially for people as they build more robust, more complex financial plans, having more professional advisors becomes more important, right, where you might have a financial planner that's looking more at the long term strategy. Uh, You have a CPA that's dealing with the filing of the taxes and the historical recording of what happened in the last year, according to the IRS rules, and potentially a financial coach that is working with them on just dealing with the day-to-day, making decisions, being accountable along those sides.
0: Yeah, because I've had financial planners refer me, well, both prospects who weren't the right fit for them, but active clients who... Mm -hmm. They're like, they backslid in some way or they are struggling to get this particular concept or you know this is something that's not my expertise and we put together the plan, but they're having a hard time following through and executing the plan. So we need someone who is an expert in that to come to yeah. help.
1: So financial coaching in my mind fits into more of a holistic view yep. of financial management. Um, which is, which is going to include taxes. It's going to include uh, financial planning. It's going to include hiring an estate attorney to draft wills and trusts and those types of things. Um, and all of those things kind of coming together to help support the client. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. The way in which I hear kind of the, the difference in what we said is I defined it more as a noun, perhaps. And I think you defined yeah. it more as a verb. Yes. Yeah,
1: And And I think it can be defined both ways. Well,
0: yeah, correct. I I think the kind of the best way, or it can be applied in different ways based on um, what you want to be doing, right? If you're a financial planner (laughs) who wants to integrate coaching, then it's more helpful to think of it perhaps as like, oh, I just want to add more coaching into what I do as a planner, that kind of coaching approach and mindset. Um, They may not even want to add financial coaching specific services, if you will. Um, they just want to integrate more of that coaching behavior that could be on the further end of the spectrum on just the verb, if you will. And then there's the, I'm a financial coach who has his own business or their own business and runs it, you know, with no, it's just financial coaching only. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I'm going to run this analogy or this example into the ground, apparently with this love or the, I was thinking about it as love as well, where they're like, love is a noun or love is a verb. I was like, oh, I can use this example (laughs) for coaching as well. Um, Okay. I think that's
1: anything So that's a lot of random stuff related to financial coaching. Uh, So who is this podcast for then? Where where does it kind of fall in?
0: Well, I think first and foremost, uh, people who want to build successful financial coaching businesses with successful being whatever that means to you. That could be a full-time business where this is your full-time income. This could be part-time business where it's part of your income. It could be something you're doing in retirement, be something you do as a hobby. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that success is defined by each individual coach.
1: Yeah. So there's no expectations that everyone's going to get to 12 employees and X number of dollars. It's yeah, it's, we want you to be successful. There are things that you need to do to be able to do that. So there's going to be some prescriptive stuff in there, but your end goal is not prescribed by us.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent. That said, there are kind of when we put these episodes together, we do have an avatar in mind Mm and we do have a type of person who we are speaking more to. So would you mind just explaining who that person is?
1: Yeah. So the person that we really think about, like when we think, how how do we want to, what content do we want to provide? What do we want to give is a person that is a career changer, uh, that is it has a stable financial footing for themselves and really does want to build a successful business. Um, specifically, a successful business that replaces their existing career. And that doesn't mean that everyone needs to do that, but that is who we're thinking of when we're creating the episodes. Um, and a few psychographics as well about them. Uh, we we are look, talking to people who... While they are frugal in their personal financial life, they understand the need and they want to invest into the growth of their business because they want that business to grow to a point where they can uh, they can replace their normal job or more uh, with financial coaching. Right, so we, we're looking for people that are committed both time wise and financially to the idea of financial coaching. We're also looking for people that we also think about people from the perspective of they value their time more than money. And this is a really important aspect. Uh, So this, we're not thinking about it from the perspective of how do we save as much money as possible and how can we help give tips for that? It's more, how do we run a business that is financially successful, but that is not doing it at the cost of my time, at the cost of being able to spend time with my family, being able to spend time on vacations or in other things that I find value in and I I enjoy. And so it's really about a a person that wants to have a well-balanced life and is willing to um, invest Into financial coaching and has that commitment to it. And while if you're just sort of dabbling in it or you're exploring it or it's just you want to keep it as a side thing, we do hope and we do we do believe that you're going to get a lot of value out of it. We really want to be we want to be here for people who really do are committed to it uh, to financial coaching because we believe that the world needs good financial coaches. Yes. And we want to serve people who want to commit themselves to that profession, to actually helping people with that day-to-day dealing with money that we talked about.
0: Yeah. And to go kind of meta here, if you know you are a financial coach right now, or you are looking to get into financial coaching, uh, one thing we talk about very often is defining your niche, being very specific in who yeah. you want to serve and why. And you know if you think of who we described and how we described that person, it does make it a lot easier for us and will make easier for you um, to speak to that particular person to understand their needs to understand their desires right that they have they're willing to invest in our case money in order to protect some of their time and have a balanced life and to be able to translate that into a business that they can run full-time and makes them enough money in order to do the other things that they love in their life. So this is just something you'll hear as a theme come up around niching and making sure that you're speaking specifically to your ideal client. And so we try and you know practice what we preach on
1: here. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about what they're going to get out of it. What are we going to cover during these episodes, right? Um, and broadly speaking, there's there's three. Uh, pillars, as Garrett likes to say, uh, upon which we're going to be, uh, we we build everything. And these three pillars are going to be what you'll see consistently through, uh, through the episodes. Uh, not every episode will cover all three. Different episodes will be devoted to different ones. But they're really three pillars for successfully building a financial coaching business and making positive impacts on people's lives. Uh, so the first pillar is getting clients. And that is how do you go about actually finding people who will pay you to do financial coaching? Getting clients does not mean, as some people will call it, beta clients, where I'm doing it for free. Uh, wonderful, nothing against people who do that. I think you are awesome if you're helping helping other people with their finances for free but we want to build successful financial coaching businesses. We want people to successfully be able to build, to help others. And that requires compensation in order for people to be able to commit to it.
0: And I think this is the one where most people find it challenging. Like this is where bar none, you know, in the, financial coaches community, which is a Facebook group that I started, gosh, I don't know, 2017 or so Uh, with about 5,000 people in it eh, close enough. You know, uh, that is, I'm really bad at at bragging. So thank you, Josh. Um, (laughs) that is the number one question that we get, like, where do I find clients? How do I get clients? How does that work? So that is a very foundational pillar that uh, is not just a struggle for financial coaches. I think for any kind of coach, in most business owners, any business, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that is the the challenge. So don't feel bad if this is something that you find challenging, because that is one of the most challenging pieces of being a business owner. And yet, at the same time, financial coaches, I think, um, have some particular challenges mm-hmm. with getting clients. Um, and we'll dive into those and what some of those
1: particular challenges are throughout the episodes. As well as lots of strategies and tactics and things you can do to actually solve those challenges and get clients.
0: Yeah. We'll not just leave you with, man, it's really hard. That's yeah, good bad. luck. Well, here, here's the end of the episode. Sorry, we ran out of time. <laughs> oh, appreciate that clarification. Uh, the second pillar is working with clients. So, wow. What does that involve? right? Josh, start giving giving them a laundry list of things we
1: cover there. Yeah. And so working with clients is once you have the clients, how do you actually serve them? Uh, This is going to include everything from developing a program and a total product offering that is designed specifically based on the needs of the niche that you've chosen. Uh, (laughs) It includes technical knowledge, making sure that you're aware of how... Uh, how things can impact other things. So, for example, paying down the mortgage. Well, that has impacts on a lot of stuff, not just how much money you have available to invest. It could have an, a tax impact. Well, it will have tax impacts. It's going to have impacts related to uh, liability and whether or not the house can be easily more easily be taken in a lawsuit. And so just understanding those other aspects, not because you have to become an expert in it and ha- know everything, but so that you're aware of where those potential implications are so that you can help clients and say, hey, make sure you talk to your CPA about this because we want to know this answer about taxes before we implement this strategy. Okay. Yeah, And it's also around just dealing with that whole imposter syndrome thing. And feeling confident that, number one, you can do this. But number two, that feeling of, well, what if I don't know X, Y, or Z? It's okay. Because there are resources, there are ways that you can go about solving that problem. And then the final pillar is running the business, right? Actually sitting down and how do we run the back end of the business? How do we deal with... All of the things that go into just keeping a business operating and successful, uh, Garrett. What was it like those first four years for this area of being a financial coach?
0: It was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Uh, it was, it was just trying a bunch of different things that I had heard kind of worked for other people, but they weren't necessarily financial coaches. It was a lot of just kind of. Taking the pieces of a puzzle and trying to like throw it down on the table, being I mean, like, God, I hope some of these line up. Well, there wasn't <laughs> very much intentionality. There wasn't uh, much, you know, starting or setting things up with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. It's kind of building the plane as I flew it, which will happen to everyone, some element of that. But what part of our hope is, is to give an idea of this, you know, help you get a clear picture of where you are headed, what the different tools, systems, the things that you can do and set up. And that's part of why we started Financial Coaches Network is to really give you the tools and support to not have to spend your time on the back end of the business, but really spend it getting clients and effectively serving those clients. So the running of the business, well, it was a, it was not pretty in those early years, but, um, using my experience, you know, in your experience to make sure that coaches can build something intentionally from the beginning and have us, you know, a plan or an, and a process. Um, so they aren't flailing with their little floaties in the water like I was. Yeah.
1: And that's a big reason why we started the podcast. In addition to starting, uh, financial coaches network, uh, to help with actually providing that to people. Uh, The podcast is here to support people as they kind of prepare and build. Um, That's one of the reasons we started the podcast. Uh, The other reason was laziness. Pure, utter laziness, Uh,
0: but in a good way,
1: right? Yes. (laughs) So, you know, we oftentimes say, you know, you don't want to have to make sure that you're taking full advantage of the work that you're putting in, right? If there's an easier way to do something, then do it. Uh, Darren and I, for a little over a year, have been doing Facebook Lives uh, an hour, well, we got it down to a half hour now, uh, long Facebook Lives in the financial coaches community talking about exactly these things. And we figured, well, if we're already doing it, it wouldn't be that hard to hire a company to put the podcast together and upload the podcast since 90% of the work we have to do we're already doing anyway. And so this is really a lesson in you know look for opportunities to improve your business mm-hmm. in a manner that doesn't require an enormous amount of your additional time. Right? Notice we didn't say well if we just added a bu- a couple of hours a week to edit the podcast and put it together and everything else. Yeah, It was, we're going to hire someone to do that so that we're just taking advantage of the work, what we're already doing yeah. and not adding any extra of our own time.
0: Except for, you know, recording this intro, which, you know, never get back. But other than that, right. <laughs> I, and so back to that practice, what we preach idea is mm-hmm. just looking, okay, what are we already doing? How can we leverage that? And, you know, as you're starting your own financial coaching business, if you're, you are sharing videos on Instagram, you know, how can you take quotes out of that or quickly make quotes or how can you take that video and use a transcription service and just turn it
1: immediately into a blog post, add some headers and it's a blog post, right? And even better, how can you hire someone else to do that for you (laughs) so that you can stay focused on the things that are higher value?
0: And even saying that, do you even want to be in multiple places? Does it make sense to transcribe mm-hmm. a video and then start doing it as, as a blog? If that blog isn't done with intention right? and you right. don't know what the purpose of the blog is, which guilty, I did that in my first couple of years of business. So yeah. it's not just taking something that you're already doing and having it be something else, but understanding what the reason is behind that. And that's what we like to get into on these podcasts as well. So hopefully we'll not just give you what the challenges are and how to solve them, but also why are you doing, why are we recommending it this way and how to make sure that it is something that aligns with the vision that you have for your coaching business. Yeah.
1: So that's our inaugural podcast. Hopefully it gives you guys a pretty good idea of what you're going to get. Um, Listen to a couple more episodes so you can actually hear the content that that we'll be creating. And uh, please subscribe. Please share it with other people. And uh, we love to hear you here. Um, and by the way, we also record the podcast live in, in the Facebook community. Yep. So feel free to join that. Join us for those live and have your questions answered on the topics we're talking about each week
0: yeah because we take people's questions in the moment um and if you aren't able to make it live you can always if you're in the facebook group put a comment on the post and we'll answer it or you can always um well i guess on itunes you're just writing reviews so you're kind of stuck there so join the group be cool (laughs) check out those lives or you can just subscribe
1: and get them here
0: so anything that we missed josh that you want to make sure that we hit on
1: no, other than we really, really, really hope that you do commit to financial coaching because as I said, your future clients need you and it is a wonderfully, wonderfully rewarding profession. And I, I'm sure that you would agree being four years into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, God, what is it now? I'm even like six years into it. Oh, six years into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there are so many more people that need help than there are coaches at this point in time, even as financial coaching is a pretty quickly growing field, there's a lot more demand than there is supply. And I would say at the same time, um, because there are a lot of new coaches that are joining, it is really important to get clear on who you want to serve, how you want to Mm -hmm. serve them, why you want to serve them in that particular way so that you can differentiate yourself from other coaches and also best serve the people who you really want to help. So again, that's what we hope we can give you some clarity around both in this podcast and the Financial Coaches community with the resources in Financial Coaches Network. So we're just glad you're here and we're excited to hopefully be with you on future
1: episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Financial Coaches Network podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you'll be the first to know when a new episodes are released and it helps iTunes and Stitcher and everyone else know that you like the podcast so it recommends it to other people. And if you can think of one person, either a financial coach or someone aspiring to be, who would connect with and be helped by what we talked about today, share it with them as well.
0: And if you're ready to build a successful financial coaching business, FCN has turnkey resources to help you get clients, work with those clients, and run your business efficiently. Head to financialcoachesnetwork.com backslash start here. Thank you again for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Financial Coaches Network podcast.